0: Happy Friday, everyone. It is the 26th of July, which is crazy that 26 days of July have already passed, which means that August is, um, among us, which is, um, like a reckoning day for me, because basically it means that my 20s are gonna be gone, because on the 5th of August, I was born into this world. I came into this world, which is just a miraculous day and or night. I don't know the exact time of my birth, but, um, it was a very special day, and that is just out of control, because I literally remember turning 20 like it was yesterday, and now I'm turning 30, and... So much has happened in my 20s, and I feel like my 20s were really formative years. I I was in college, I left college, like I graduated, I moved to Los Angeles at 23, and I'm still here today, and it's just, so much has happened, I've learned so much, I've met so many new people, I've been through a lot of different experiences that I never thought I would ever come across in my life, but I'm gonna do an entire birthday episode later on, really reflecting upon my very wonderful years from 20 to 29, um, and it's just out of control because I literally still feel like I'm 17 years old, and I... I still act like I'm 17, I still look like I'm 17 thanks to, you know, modern medicine and procedures and injections and whatnot, but I like to sustain my youth, because living in Los Angeles, there's two things that are very important, looking thin and looking young, both of which I do, so I'm very proud of that, but it's also a very lot of work, so it's a very lot of work, doesn't make sense, it is a lot of work and a lot of effort, um, so that's just very exciting. But anyways, my birthday is August 5th, so how exciting for me. <laughs> um anyway, so I hope you all had a wonderful week. I had a I literally I woke up on a high today because I wasn't gonna do a podcast today. I was gonna do an episode today, but I woke up again on the high and I've been all my episodes as of late, which is like the most exciting thing I've ever been getting. So many plays and so many listens, which is so cool. So I really appreciate that. And um last night, my my best friend and my dog came over because we had to go to a friend's UCB show, which was so good. Her name is Kosser, and she's so talented. She's so funny. She's Muslim, and she's a comedian. She's so good. Um, She works a lot, and she does a lot of UCB shows, and her UCB show is called um, The Get Brown, and it's all, um, it's about five, I think it's five brown actors, and they just do really, really funny sketches, and um, it's just a funny take on pop culture shows that caters to like the white audience but they want to brown brown wash you is i believe what the headline of the show is and it's so good and it's so funny and if you're in los angeles um go to the ucb website and check out their show it's called the get brown the get brown show or the get brown team i don't know either one of those it's i just know it's called get brown so bravo bravo to her so there were so many stories oh yeah so back to my thing so my best friend my dog we were yesterday because my best friend who introduced me to this girl, wants to show with me. And my dog was here, and obviously when Chai comes to my apartment, my dog's name is Chai, he's a -a one-and-a-half-year-old multi-poo, he's a precious gem of a man. Um, He makes a mess, and, you know, his paws carry in dirt and whatnot. So literally, before I went to bed last night, I cleaned for about an hour and a half, and I woke up on a high, because if, if someone were to say to me, if you could have unlimited money or unlimited, like, Swiffers, I would have unlimited Swiffers, because honestly... A lifetime of sliffers is a lifetime of happiness. And paper towels and Lysol spray. I love to clean so much. It just makes me feel so good. Even when things are clean, I still clean it again. Like when I vacuum, I then vacuum it again, just so I can get that feeling of crunching the dirt, even though there's no dirt left. But I love to clean. Cleaning to me makes me so happy. It's just out of control. It's out of control. I just love it. It made me feel so good. And it's so funny because I used to never ever care about everything, but then one of my best friends made me into a germaphobe and I'm forever grateful to her. And it's just the greatest thing that ever happened to me because I love to clean and it just feels good. And you just feel in control. You feel empowered and the air is clean. And I love like walking around barefoot, and not feeling little crunches. And the second I feel a little piece of something like a piece of crumb or something, I have to vacuum and wipe the whole apartment down. I have to dust and everything. It's just, I'm demented. So anyways, that was my night last night. It was just a party. I didn't have to go to the club. I didn't have to go get to the bar and get a drink. I cleaned and. It just was as thrilling, and if not greater. And then I went to bed watching some episodes of Friends, because that's what I do every night, because Friends make me feel so happy. Okay, so there were so many news stories today, and um, I'm going to read four to you today, which is crazy. Usually I just do one main one, um, but today I'm going to do four, so that's great. So the first story is on E! News. I don't know if you guys know about her, but I just learned about it because I was so obsessed when this whole James Charles, um, Tati Westbrook news, beauty blogger thing happened. Not because I was relishing in the drama, which I really, really was. Um, I love... This whole world of beauty bloggers, it's so fascinating, it's so cool, and these people are so successful financially, and just, like, they're just out of control successful. So, the first story today is about a beauty blogger named Jacqueline Hill, and this is from the E! News website. Sorry, I'm a little, um, stuffy because I my ac's on and when i go from hot to cold because it's so seethingly hot outside i get like all stuffed up beauty influencer jacqueline hill returns to youtube and says she's completely embarrassed or failed cosmetics launch now i don't know this young lady but this is i, I mean i know a little bit better also by the way you guys last night before i went to bed i was watching all lily singh's videos her earlier videos like stuff shit punjabi mothers say it's so funny her early early stuff from 2012 is so good it's so good you should watch them anyways back to the article. If you're a beauty devotee or love watching YouTube videos until your laptop dies then you may have come across Beauty Guru Jacqueline Hill. The longtime YouTuber and self-taught makeup artist has amassed has amassed a following unlike any other with nearly 6 million subscribers on her channel. However, a few weeks ago she deleted all of her social media accounts with the exception of YouTube after receiving backlash over her eponomi- ep- eponymous makeup brand Jacqueline Cosmetics. On Wednesday, Hill returned to YouTube with a 19 video with a 19-minute video that read, "Where I've been." Ooh, so dramatic girl. Quote, I feel very uncomfortable right now. She began, her, she, said, she began her clip almost holding back the tears. Quote, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of just everything. I don't mean to make a joke, but I just, you know, I like to add a little dramatic flair to my readings. Um, by the way, there's a spelling error here. In cast, you were wondering. It's supposed to be in case E, but it says here in cast. Anyways, in cast slash case, you're wondering what she's terrified of. Here's some backstory. In Mayer, Eponymous Brand released the So Rich Lipstick Collection that featured 20 different um, shades of... Of nude, and while the line sold out, people started issuing complaints about their products. Many claimed they noticed hair embedded into their lipsticks, shards of metal pieces mold, shards of metal pieces mold. However, this hasn't been confirmed, and other alleged con- contan- containments. That's horrifying. That's like so gross. I don't understand why someone would put sell lipstick with hair in it. <laughs> Um, while many beauty devotees asked that Jacqueline issue a recall. In June, the Florida-based influencer told friend fans that a brand would accept return product and would refund the purchase price with new lipstick. But a few weeks later, on June 22nd, she explained that Jacqueline Cosmetics would refund all of its customers regardless of how they felt about their product. Fast forward to today, and Hill is ready to open up. "Quote: I got to I got into this place." where I was so clouded, unable to rebuild my brand, unable to figure out what's going on, and I knew in order to get get it right, in order to make my brand right, I need to get me right, she said in her video. Oh, how profound, girl. I was just like, I can't do this. I need to focus. <laughs> Obviously, girl. Why are you selling lipstick with people's hair on it? That's sick. While she didn't address any rumors about her cosmetics line, she talked about feeling like a complete failure over her launch. Quote, my launch was a failure. It failed. My launch was a failure. It failed. It sucked, she shared. I was so confident that I was almost cocky, because I was just like, this is going to be the best thing people have ever seen. That's always the the ones that come crashing down, the ones that are overconfident. It's always the silent ones that succeed. Slow study rins wins the race, much like that tortoise and the hair story I learned back in the day. Anyways, she continued, quote, it's important to me that you guys know how sorry I am, how embarrassed I am. It's been shocking. No, oh, that's okay, girl. Everyone can reading themselves and ask for a second chance. Um, as for what's next, Jacqueline or Brand, as for what's Ask for, I'm sorry, as for what's next for Jacqueline and her brand. She explained that she's gotten an entirely new team and won't be working with the same lab that launched her lipsticks with. Brava Brava girl. Quote, in the past month, I've built an entirely new quality control team. I have brought on several different people all for different things, she explained. And that's why I love social media. As a CEO, as a boss, you don't get to sit and be like, "Wow." Well, you have to start rebuilding. This girl. Um, right now, she said it's best if she stays offline and focuses on Jacqueline Cosmetics. And while she plans to release more beauty products in the near future, she's putting them on hold. Um, I think that's a really good idea because um, you don't want to sell lipstick with human body parts in it because that's just kind of weird and gross. But she's really, really pretty. And I would buy products from her if I was a girl who used makeup. She has perfect skin, gorgeous eyes. You know what I love? When people have like really, really white eyes. Like how do they do that? I mean, I have white eyes. But I feel like sometimes do people enhance them? Is there some type of potion you can put in your eyes? Is there something I can get from like a witch or something? Because I just, I love white eyes. White eyes just make you look very clean and make you look very alive and very awake. And I'm always very alive and very awake and very stimulated all day. So that's for her. I mean, I think they're just wonderful. I love, again, like as I mentioned before, I love James Charles. I love Jeffree Star. I love Patrick Star. I love all of them. They're just so much fun. They're like royalty to me. And I hope I get to meet them one day. Sometimes when I go to Ulta, I like see their products and I start clapping. I, I'm not a huge fan of... I mean, I don't know anything about Kylie Cosmetics, but I am a huge, massive fan of Kim, because I a, Kim is Kim K. And I really want to buy her body, like, body cover-up, because, I mean, I don't really need it, because I obviously am a boy, so I, the hair on my legs, like, obviously, it kind of defeats purpose, But, like, on my upper legs, where my butt is, I have, like, little stress marks, because I was a little chubby, chubby, chubby baby. Not a chubby, like, young kid, but, you know, I just want to see if it works, and everybody has spoken so highly of it. So this is just, like, so fabulous. Okay, the next story I'm going to talk about is The Queen, which is J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Um, if you guys, by the way, before I get into the story, and this is also for me, and my other story after this is for me. So, E, you're just getting a lot of publicity for me. Um, you guys haven't seen the promo for the uh, the trailer for the Hustlers movie with J-Lo, um, Constance Wu, Lily Reinhardt, Cardi B, Lizzo, all these great people. It looks so good, and I just can't wait to see it. And there's obviously been so much drama surrounding that with Constance Wu. But I just feel like the press is just out of control. I love Constance Wu. And Crazy Rich Asian, just literally one of my favorite movies ever. I watch it all the time because I love the scene when they're in um, Singapore and they're eating at the marketplace. It's just out of control. Okay. Inside Jennifer Lopez's goal and glamorous 50th birthday party. I can't believe that she's 50 and she's out of control working. And she's a friend of mine. Well, my friend who I share my dog with, he cast her movie Boy Next Door with her and Ryan Ryan Guzzo and Kristen Chenoweth, and he said that literally Jennifer Lopez, when she was in this, with this process of casting everything, because she came on attached to the project, she was so busy that it was impossible to, like, figure out her schedule, but, you know, she's the hardest working woman in Hollywood, they say. And I'm watching these little videos of her 50th birthday, and she's dancing with um, A-Rod, and it's just, like, out of control. Okay. Happy birthday, Jennifer Lopez. When was this posted? When was her birthday? Thursday. Yesterday. Well, today's... Friday. Oh my gosh, you guys I can't even believe. These weeks just literally are flying by. I'm going to read the article to you. Here we go. Happy birthday, Jennifer Lopez. The singer turned 50 years old on Wednesday and enjoyed her special day with her nearest and dearest. A source told E, sources are always fake, but that's okay. Uh, a source told E news, the two-time Grammy nominee celebrated with a party held at a private home in, on Miami Beach Stars Island that belonged to Gloria Estefan. Um, the, uh, the insider said that the big shindig took place in the home's backyard overlooking the water. There were even fireworks. So glamorous. Um, there are multiple tents. There should be there were. There are multiple tents and the decor is modern with a lot of white and gold, the source said. There are big gold balls being strung across the yard and a large gold bar. Oh, so bougie. Um, there's lounge furniture and sofas also being set up on the lawn. Uh, an insider said the theme of the party was, quote, a golden celebration. The entrance featured a giant golden archway and the J-Lo emblem that was used throughout the party. Um, the second source said it was glowing inside with hundreds of candles and white orchids everywhere. There was a tower of champagne glasses for guests to take on to, to take and big spinning letters that spelled J Lo as J Lo in with their song Jenny from the Blockblade. Oh, that's classic and that's iconic. It sounds very much like um what is it called? Uh, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire and Carrie Mulligan and Elizabeth DeBickey? Uh, oh my gosh. Literally, it came out in 2013 when I moved to LA. Literally, I watched it. I went to movies here Miss. Oh my gosh. I'm literally blanking on this. Hold on one sec. What is it called? What is that movie called? Give me the... Give me the. Jesus. Oh my gosh. I have to fix up. Hold on one sec. I'm so sorry. I'm having a brain fart. Leo... Okay. This party sounds just like... I can't believe I'm blanking on this name. Oh, The Great Gatsby! That's what it is. It sounds like The Great Gatsby. Gatsby's party. Out of control. As she cut the cake everyone sang along to. Go Shorty" it's your birthday. The latter source said. However, this wasn't the only thing guests dined on that evening. Um... A, the aforementioned insider said that there was also a buffet as well as donuts with sugar on the top. The tables were decorated with flowers and candles. Lopez also stuck with the theme and, they were, and wore a gold ensemble, which you paired with metallic heels, hoop earrings, and a chic ponytail. Alex Rodriguez went out for the fiance's party, too. The former Yankees player who donned a classic black suit um, blah, 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 uh, enjoyed hitting the dance floor for this bride-to-be. And there's a video of them dancing. Like, it looks so much fun. I'm so jealous. To quote, Tonight was a journey from the Block Party. It was taken from the Bronx all the way to 305, He wrote on Instagram, alongside footage with the duo rocking all the way up. Happy 5-0 at JLo. Te amo mucho. A little birthday turn up, Lopez, as after sharing the clip. The source said that DJ Cal- Caldead and DJ Cassidy were at the turntables for most of the night and played songs like It Takes Two, and bust a move, making it a big dance party. In fact, the source said that the Hustler star was having the time of her life the entire time. Jennifer, quote, Jennifer looked like she had an amazing night. The source said A-Rod was never afar from her side and clearly adores her. He wanted the night to be special for her and she was glowing all night long. Oh my God, and that cake looks like it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tiers. That's just... Bravo, bravo, J Lo! You deserve it, though. You're so fabulous, and you're so famous, and you're just so successful. Of course, Lopez's twins, Emmy and Max, and Rodriguez's Ella, Rodriguez's daughter Ella, also attended. In fact, J Lo's kids even sang for their mo- proud mama. Max performed a rendition of "My Shot" from the musical Hamilton, and Emmy Emmy sang Diana Ross's hit Do you, know "Do you Know Where You're Going? Do You Know Where You're Going? Do You Know Where You're Going To?" I've never heard of that song, but it sounds good. I'm sorry, I'm so like wordy choppy today because there's so many things going on, and I have a long day ahead of me. I have so much I have to get done, but I'm. It's important that I make this. Uh, anyway, uh, however, they were the only ones to take the stage. Ashanti performed What's Love and Lopez sang a few of her hits for the crowd. She grabbed the microphone and started singing several times, the insider said. There were numerous toasts and performance, but most of the time j was singing and dancing. Uh, still, Lopez managed to sneak in a few moments with her main man, too. Um, at one point, they called, they called everyone over to the ledge to watch fireworks, If I were to show over the water, the insider said J-Lo and A-Rod were hugging as they watched having a great time. And there's this fabulous photo of them sitting and she's wearing this gold like strappy thing with massively gorgeous diamonds. She's so fabulous. She is so fabulous and she's ageless and she has really nice skin and teeth. The birthday girl also received several gifts, including a Porsche from Rodriguez. A spokesperson from the car company told E News that the two thousand and nineteen nine eleven Carrera GTS Cabriolet starts at one hundred thirty thousand, not including a one thousand three hundred fifty dollar delivery, processing, and handling fee. In addition, Aaron made a sweet video for his leading lady. Also, he also gave a touching speech and a big bash. Quote. Aww. To the love of my life, you know how much I love you, he said at one point. Happy birthday. Of course, it's been such a great journey for us, and it includes everybody here, our friends and loved ones, that we stay connected through the phones, through Instagram, through whatever, but the love you guys give us is felt every day from the bottom of our hearts. He also noted how Lopez had finally, had I'm sorry, had recently finished performing 30 shows and called her an inspiration to millions of people around the world. In addition, Lopez received several shoutouts from her celebrity pals on social media, including Kim K and Rita Ora. Quote, it's been a birthday to remember. I can truly feel the love from all of you, she wrote, as part of an Instagram post on Thursday. Yesterday was a dream. I have watched your beautiful birthday videos, and I must have cried 20 times. It's just another great reminder of how thankful I am for all the beauty and love I have in my life. Thank you all for being a part of this great feeling. We can't wait. Sorry, an incoming call came. I'm going to start the quote again. It's been a, quote... Birth Okay, it's been a birthday to remember. I can truly feel the love from all of you, she wrote, as part of an Instagram post on Thursday. Yesterday was a dream. I have watched your beautiful birthday videos. I must have cried 20 times. Um, It was just another great reminder of how thankful I am for all the beauty and love I have in my life. Thank you for being a part of this great feeling. We can't wait to see what this thing, what this next year will bring. Oh, maybe she'll get married this year, too. I love Jennifer Lopez. Um, I can't remember being, like, what, second or, no, probably fourth or fifth grade and, like, Jenny from the Block and that whole era. And like how fabulous she was, and when I would go to summer camp, all the people on my bus when we'd go to the camp from where I was picked up would listen to Jennifer Lopez on their Discmans. You guys remember Discmans? I love my Disquins. I two Discmans. Um, oh, love you, Jenny. Happy B Day, Jenny from the Block. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm so I'm so Jenny from the Block. You know what? I really actually do feel like she is still Jenny from the Block. Um, now there is one more story on news I want to read about Vanderpump Rules, but. I'm just scoping out page six to see if there's anything worthwhile reading. And there is. You know, I'm going to read this quick little article, too. Um, it's from page six. Uh, yesterday, Scooter Braun remembers Taylor Swift as, quote, kind before. Record label drama You guys, I don't know if you know So I'm sure you do I did an entire episode about this About the whole, sort of whole rift Scathing post that Taylor Swift posted on her Tumblr Because she didn't post it on Instagram Because she's sneaky like that uh, Bravo, bravo About um, Scooter Braun purchasing her masters um, So I'm just gonna read this little article And then i will move on to the next story But, you know, I like both of them I love Taylor Swift's music And I, oh, I love her love her new song Archer that came out I bought it right away because I have Spotify, but I just can't wait for commercials, so I'd literally pay one twenty nine. Because you know, what? I love Taylor Swift and I support Taylor Swift. You know, what? and people are taking away her music. I'm gonna help support her. Not that she needs the money, but you know, what? I love her. Um, and Scooter Braun is just like as a real Ivor talent because he found the Beebs back in the day. He found the Beebs when I was in college. I was a sophomore at college at the University of Rhode Island. Literally, I was hearing Justin music, Justin Bieber music from like the cafeteria. Okay, here we go. Music manager Scooter Braun won't forget how nice Taylor Swift was when they first met, despite their current feud over the sale of Swift's old record label to Braun. Braun says he met Swift back in 2010. Yep, 2010 was when I was a sophomore in college. Braun says he met Swift back in 2010 when his client Justin Bieber was one of the opening acts for her Foxborough Mass. Mass! Fearless tour date, and the friendship blossomed from there. Quote, Our stories were similar, Braun told Billboard. <laughs> everyone at Swift's old label, Big Machine, Taylor... Everyone at, everyone at Swift's old label, Big Machine... Taylor was kind. CEO, Scott Borchetta was kind. Everyone was kind to me and Justin and I when we were doing that show. And you don't forget those things. I never forgot that. And we started a friendship. Unfortunately, Swift's kindness faded. (laughs) Ooh, shady. Unfortunately, Swift's kindness faded when she blasted Borchetta for selling Big Machine Records to Braun the summer as a business deal she's described as the worst-case scenario because Braun acquired her catalog from 2006 self-entitled debut album through 2017's reputation. Um, Borchetta hit back at his former client with an open letter he published online titled, It's Time for Some Truth. Scooter was never anything but positive about Taylor, he wrote. A source previously told Page Six that Swift was offered the opportunity to buy her master records but walked away from the songs in October 2018, though she claims she was blindsided by the both Braun and Barshad declined to address the feud with Billboard over the cover story. I don't know. No one's. Gonna, it's like one of those things. It's like mommy dearest. No one but God's ever going to know what the truth is or the exchanges, except for God between like John Crawford and Christina Crawford and Scooter Braun and Taylor Swift and the other guy. So you know what? Let's just all be friends because he's talented, she's talented, and I love their music, and I love Justin Bieber, and I love I love Demi Lovato, who's, who Scooter Braun just signed. I love Ariana Grande. And I love Taylor Swift. And by the way, the cast trailer, which I did talk about in my last episode, I keep watching it because it looks so good. So now, Taylor Swift, you're going to become a movie star. So why don't you just, like, table that conversation, put a pin in it as Valerie Charis says on the comeback, and let's move on. Now, oh my gosh, there's literally so much going on today. I can't even handle it. The last story of the day. Maybe I'll do one more after this. It's from E-News. Vanderpump Rules. Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney celebrate marriage again in Las Vegas. I don't know if you guys follow Vanderpump Rules. I love Vanderpump Rules because I love Stassi Schroeder. and I lo- Season one is through, like, two. I love. It. And there was this girl in season one or two. No, I think it was season one. Her name is Laura Lee. And she was an, a waitress at Sir. And she's an actress from Juilliard. She was in an episode of Gossip Girl. I mean, she's, like, she's good. She was a waitress, and I assume she was just working at Vanderpump at Sur for, you know, side hustle, and she was on the show, and, um, I was helping my friend cast a movie, and she came in to read, and I almost fainted, I had the, I had the photo, too, and I was like, um, are you Laura Lee, and she was like, yeah, she's this very distinct voice, and I was like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours, from Vanderpump Rules, obviously, but from Gossip Girl, and she was, like, so happy to I heard of that, and, um, she also told us how she was in, um, Oscar Isaac's Juilliard class, so that's really cool, too, big names, people, big names, all right, here we go. Officially official, Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney are celebrating their marriage one more time. As E! News exclusively reported, the Vanderpump Rules couple obtained a marriage license in Las Vegas earlier this week. This move came shortly after it was revealed by Lance Bass that Tom and Katie weren't legally married, but now the couple is making it official. They're celebrating with their co-stars in Sin City, Sashi Schroeder, Lala Kent, Jax Taylor, Brittany and Ariana Maddox, have all been documenting their time with the newlyweds on social media. Saucy's boyfriend Bo Clark also posted a video from Caesar's palace giving followers a view of an aisle covered in rose petals. The Vanderpump Squad oh that was really pretty. <clears throat> the Vanderpump squad could also be seen dressing up in cowboy attire for an evening of celebrations on Thursday. From the Instagram post, it appears that Bravo Star spent time at the Vanderpump Cocktail Garden and Dre's um, Beach Club and Nightclub. Let's take a look at the pics from the Vegas festivities. There's a picture of pink rose petals. There's a picture of Katie eating a cake. There's a picture of Stassi and Katie. There's a Snapchat screen cap of something. There's a picture of Tom, Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval, Ariana, Stassi, excuse me, and Lala. Um, there's a picture of Tom... And then the end of the article is congrats to the couple. That was really short, but hey, I love me some Interpump Rules, and you know what? Good for them. Marriage is such a wonderful thing. Um, so the top stories on ER: Taylor Swift shakes off bad bartending sales and hilarious commercial, there's no effing way Miley Cyrus performed in the 2019 VMA's Bachelorette exclusive, when Brad met Leo, how the two stars finally came together, comparing Once Upon a Time to the stars in real life. And then there's a picture of Don Turville, though, his wig, which I love. Um, there's a Spice Girl story, Millie Bobby Brown, Sadie need-to-be cast in Frozen ASAP, um, Bachelorette stuff, honey finale, Count and Wonder if Luann can say, I don't know if you guys are interested in that, Heidi montac teases more Hills drama, you guys, by the way, I don't know if you guys have been following the season of the Hills, I haven't, because nothing will ever replace the Lauren Cad- Conrad, 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 Conrad era of our lives, when she, because I was in middle school when Laguna Beach came out, and you don't understand what a big deal that show was to my high school, middle school, I was in high school, because I grew up in Glaston, Massachusetts, which is a really small town on the south shore of Massachusetts, right on the water. It was very much like a Lumina Beach style, style place. It was like a very white-based affluent town, very, very small, and just fabulous. And that show was like, it was like, as I say, one of those shows that was in the zeitgeist of like, coming out at the right time. It was like Gossip Girl. It was like Friends. It was, like, it was just the right era, the right time, where everything was just, the stars were aligned line for this amazing show to be out. So I'm going to read this article for you. Actually, you know what? Because it, there's just like, I love Heidi Montag. Okay. Heidi Montag teases more drama to come on The Hills, if that's even possible. Whew. My voice. Uh, the cast of The Hills knows what they did. And now we are blessed to see it all unfold on television. While season one of the MTV reboot has already been jam-packed with conflict, a love triangle family feud, there's still much more to come. Our cast quote: our, our cast is just now beginning with a drama. Heidi Montag exclusive, exclusively told E! News at Booby Tape's USA launch party at Stanley Social last night. There's literally all these places in L.A. that are like that place because I assume it's in L.A. because she lives in L.A. and I've never even heard of them because you know what? I'm a normal human being who's in bed with my Swiffers, mopping my apartment every single night of my life. That's just me. They are getting used to the cameras, finding their way. And there's more drama than ever. Yes, seriously, a lot more drama to continue to tease. Not necessarily with me. Come next season, MTV already announced that the reality show will live on. Heidi hopes new meat will help pump up the theatrics. I'm counting on it. She said, I think we need some fresh blood to kind of think things up a bit and keep people on their toes. Earlier this week, she announced that... I'm sorry. Earlier... Oh. And... Alas, most likely missing from our screen, Stephanie Pratt. Earlier this week, she announced that she would not be returning to the show after putting her co stars on blast in a lengthy, scathing Instagram post. The largest target of her post being Heidi, who Stephanie claims was responsible for starting the rumor way back when that Lauren Carrad and Jason Wheeler made a Inappropriate tape, I'm gonna say that because I'm gonna actually say the word because I like Lauren Conrad and that was a really, like, dark time in pop culture. Heidi, I have no words for just how evil you truly are. You had no choice to admit all the lies you've been spewing about me for years for a magazine cover and for real. We all know what you did 10 years ago. Stephanie wrote, you awful human being and to your best friend, you truly are a hideous person. No wonder you don't have one friend. And then a parentheses, she wrote, your nanny doesn't count, you pay her. The shade! Though Heidi refused to discuss her controversial sister-in-law, I'm sorry, though Heidi refused to discuss her controversial sister-in-law, quote, I'm wanting to have a fun night. She did review how she's personally been combating the drama. I'm just reading a lot of Bible verses, she told E. Okay, girl. Um, indeed, following Stephanie's fury, she seemed to respond by posting a prayer on social media, quote, don't be able to people just because they are hateful to you. Rather, be good to each other and everyone else. She captioned a snap of a rainbow one. Thessalonians 5-15. Thank you, Jesus. I need this word and guidance. Deliver and help us, Lord. Um, I don't really think referencing the Bible to a reality show is very appropriate, but <laughs> that's where we live in. I love the Bible, though. I don't have read the Bible. I've never read the Bible. I've, I've, like, heard what the Bible is, but you know what? Just I'm a fan of it. For her part, Heidi is also focusing on her husband, Spencer Pratt's son, Gunnar Stone Pratt, 21 months, and perhaps baby number two. Quote, I'm hoping we can start trying when I start sleeping, and I'm hoping that soon the mom can Every day, I say this, is the night I'm going to sleep. And that's the end of the article. You know what? I love Heidi. And you know what? The thing I actually really do gauge, because I follow them on social media from afar. From afar! um, And it does seem like they actually are good parents, and they're like, babies always with them, which is great. Um... And yeah, so that's the news. That's what's going on on this Friday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. You have a great weekend. Um, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. Um, but the next week is my last week in my 20s. So I'm going to do things that a 20-year-old would do that maybe a 30-year-old can't do because I literally feel like I'm an adult thing. So I hope you guys all have a great and very safe weekend. Thank you for listening to this episode. As always, um, let me know what you think. Any stories you want me to talk about, my social media, well, my Instagram is at A N D. R-E-W-period D-E-V-I-T-R-E. I Um, hope you have a great weekend, and I will touch base soon. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.